Have you ever caught yourself saying, no worries? Well, I'm Steph. And I'm Steph, and we have some worries. Hi, everyone. I'm Steph with an F. And I'm Steph with a PH. And welcome back to Some Worries, the podcast brought to you by two anxious bitches. Hang out with us today while we chat about feelings in today's episode. I am not a robot. Hey, y'all. This is Steph with a PH, jumping in with a top secret editor's note. Now, you may notice in the first five minutes or so of this episode that there are a few times when Steph with an F's sound quality sounds a little, um, robotic, some might say. She tells me it's a Zoom thing, but I think it bears repeating that the title of this episode is I Am Not a Robot. Don't want to start any rumors, but... Is Steph, in fact, a secret robot? I leave that to you to decide. Let's get back to it. On that note, Steph, are mm-hmm. we too anxious to do a podcast? All signs point I'm to yes. Anxious. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a magic eight ball and I shook it right now and asked that question, it would it would just say yes or probably. <laughs> um, I think it's possible. But you know what? We're doing it anyway. We are doing it anyway. I'm really proud of us for like pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. I'm really proud of you because I am, as we saw in our very first episode, more extroverted than you. Mm -hmm. So I'm more comfortable with like talking about myself or talking about feelings in public, but Mm -hmm. also not really in public. Yeah. And this is like and this is extra public. This is this, this is, is not like you voice public. messaging me like while you're standing at the bus stop. This is going on the internet forever. <laughs> forever. I just For laugh all of our at us 12 because followers. like after every time we record a podcast because despite this being episode 2, we mm-hmm. have actually recorded several subsequent episodes first. We have. Um and after every recording session, both of us voice message each other like, are you mad at me? <laughs> are we still friends? Is everything okay? I hope I didn't offend you with my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're ridiculous. And I feel, like, I feel like that's where I'm currently at. I'm more anxious about like our friendship being <laughs> somehow ruined, despite the fact that like before this, we were already doing these conversations. Mm-hmm. But I think once it gets closer to launch, yeah, we're both gonna like lose our minds with anxiety about yeah. like should we be doing like Yeah. I mean, this is already a weekly check-in in therapy, this topic. So <laughs> <laughs> once we get into launch, uh by the time you all hear this episode, uh we'll have done a lot of a lot of thinking, a lot of feeling. We'll have a lot of feelings about the fact that we're doing this. Um process. That's just who we are. Yeah. But I mean, I am really proud of us and I'm excited to see if we can, you know, make any relationships with people. Yeah, I'm proud of us too. And plus it, it is fun. Like these recordings or sessions are always so much fun. So it I'm is like, fun. let's just Even enjoy if it. it's just those 12 followers. That's right. The 12 of you. Thanks I'm for happy. coming back. We're yeah, happy. Thanks have. for listening and yeah. watching us be ridiculous humans that we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So we're talking about feelings today. We are. 
so what would you say and this is like a hard question mm, what would okay. you say is your current relationship with like your emotional side your feelings mm. like you know who you are on the inside mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the inside <laughs> emotional part yep yeah yeah mm -hmm. uh the part so, that we don't usually put in public but we are uh -huh. now putting in public yeah that that whole mm -hmm. thing yeah um <laughs> you know my relationship to it I, I would say it's interesting um i sometimes forget about feelings I still have them, but I, I, I have to consciously remind myself that I'm having a feeling right now. I don't know if you have this experience where I have that exact. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like something will be happening and I might be feeling really stressed or I might be really irritable or just something. I'm having some kind of visceral in my body feeling and it takes me a minute to be like, oh, I'm anxious right now or oh, I think I feel a little bit sad about that thing that happened earlier and I have to like talk myself through it. So I feel mm -hmm. like my relationship to my emotional self is sort of always evolving to me realizing mm -hmm. that it's there, that like I am in fact not a robot and they're, they're there all the time, <laughs> like giving us little tidbits of information, mm -hmm. um, even when we are very good at ignoring them. So it's totally really interesting. So you said you feel you do the same thing. It's not just me. I do the same thing. And I it's funny that we're talking about this today because I feel like this happened to me yesterday because mm -hmm. so I recently moved to Washington. I have been like doing a lot of things. I've been here almost three months and I have oh done God, three a months? lot of things in, in three months. It's three like months. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But I've been doing a lot of things like I've been doing like road trips um, yesterday. I, well, just a lot of things. And then yesterday I went to a baseball game um, that my work that my job bought us tickets for. That was super fun. And then I'm a nerd and I'm in a rock club. And yes, I, the rock club. The rock club. Love I love it. it. Um, and a lot of people when I say rock club think rock climbing, but no, I mean like I'm so nerdy that I just like rocks. Like they're cool. Rocks. Rocks yes. are cool. We love so, rocks. So anyway, so my rock club had their annual picnic. And so it was like a very long day. I think it just like hit me like, oh, I've been here three months. I have a lot of feelings. And so it was just like mm -hmm. processing the whole 30 minutes because I just have been putting it off almost like having mm -hmm. any of these feelings mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it like you said it's always evolving i mean that's why we're in therapy <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and this is not a therapy episode we will have one of those where we'll go into more detail about that we'll we'll stop just short of talking we will about preach therapy the today. gospel of therapy because we, both we of us are very into therapy and we both love yes. our therapists so yes absolutely Prepare so we will go into detail that. for sure <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. also, so I, I'm not going to talk about therapy for long, but <laughs> one thing that I have been talking to my therapist, <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but I am, but, <laughs> but <laughs> one thing that I've been talking to my therapist about, and you and I have talked about is, um, that sometimes I don't know if I am feeling my feelings. Mm. I'm more thinking about the feelings mm -hmm. so it'll be like oh this is a situation where I should be upset or this is a situation that like should make me happy and it's like I'm like 
thinking about that versus actually mm -hmm. <clears throat> feeling that. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like a, a feelings are weird. They're just they weird. are. They're weird. I find that maybe you feel this way, especially since you're talking about like having to teach yourself to feel your feelings versus sort of intellectualizing them and thinking about them. Yeah. I have to kind of set time for feelings because I get so hmm. busy during the week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm like between like work and writing my book and us doing this podcast and me also just being a human that needs to eat and sleep and all that stuff. Um, you know, it, it adds up a lot during the week. And then I will reach a point where I'm crying at everything. And I'm like, I probably need to just, just go sit down for like 30 minutes and just mm -hmm. figure out what I'm feeling. And so sometimes I, I really do like kind of pencil in feeling time as weird as that sounds, because if I don't, I just feel too much. And it's like, I need, a, I need to have like that time to just sit and feel the feels and just try Honestly, to like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. My, honestly, my meditation time usually turns into that to some degree. Okay. Um, and so it, I notice it more on, on weeks where I don't have as much time to meditate because I do try to meditate every day. Um, but it doesn't always happen because I get busy. And then when that happens, I'm like, oh, wow, I can tell I haven't sat with myself and my thoughts and my feelings in a while because uh, I just feel a mess. <laughs> I'm a hot mess today. <laughs> I feel like that's really interesting that you say that about meditation because mm -hmm. I... I've wanted to learn to meditate. Mm -hmm. I feel like the way that the internet is like, mm -hmm. this is how you meditate mm -hmm. is you're supposed to completely clear your mind and have no thoughts and no, no feelings. Way. And like, that's impossible. It is. That's for not how your brain works. Especially for anxious people. Yes. So just Here like our minds are racing. Mm -hmm. Here's my thought on this. I will go on the record to say that these are <laughs> these are my thoughts and feelings on meditation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is often sort of sold to people as you just like sit and be Zen. And you know, maybe sometimes you can access that inner calm and that inner peace. That is a, a goal I think a lot of people have when they try to meditate on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But really what you're doing is you're just sitting with yourself is, is the way that I look at it. So it's, I'm gonna take five, 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes, just depending on how much time I have. I'm mm -hmm. gonna sit down and I have a cushion for it. I'm a little bit bougie. Um, <laughs> I like splurge for a really cute cushion. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll sit down um, and I'll just be like, okay, where am I at? Like, what's going to come up? And really what I think of it as is just, you know, being quiet with myself and then just paying attention to what pops up and you don't, and then not engaging with it. That's the key thing, which I think is what people try to get at when they say like, you should be Zen and calm because the whole point is that you're not going to latch on to your thoughts and feelings as they pass. You just kind of let them go by like clouds in the sky, right? You're like blowing my mind right now. Really? I'm like... <laughs> Wait, I might try meditation. You should. It's I like I love it so much. It helps me a lot. It can be very helpful. It, I would say like there's certain levels of anxiety where it might be hard because if you're already sort of in a really if you're like in a panic attack level, mm -hmm. meditation isn't going to fix that, right? Like you're not you're not going to yeah, be able fair. to just immediately turn that switch off. Um, but if you're sort of feeling keyed up. There's a certain level of anxiety that I, for me, find is calmed by just sitting and meditating. It's just, a, and it's a way for me to just feel more connected with my body and my breath. And I like to do some guided meditations that kind of help me think more about the world. And, and like a lot of times what I do when I sit down is I'll think about, okay, I'm a person and this is the space I'm occupying and I'm going to breathe. And then I think about sort of the space of the room 
And then I think about like the space of the city that I live in, the space of the country, the space of the world, then all of the space between us and all of the stars and like all the furthest galaxies. And it just, it's a way to sort of center yourself as like just a part of the universe. Like an existential crisis because like for me, like (laughs) when NASA released all of those incredible Mm. images of space, I like spiraled for a second. Did you? I was like, what is the point of anything? (laughs) Like looking how vast and huge and incredible the universe is. And I'm just this like stupid human (laughs) on this like tiny little planet, like working on books, like, (laughs) you know, it's so funny. Like I have that same thought, but I think I frame it differently. Um, and I mean, because you are like a little more in tune with yourself. Maybe, maybe I, I think of it as like optimistic nihilism, uh, philosophy world. Don't come at me. I'm sure this is not exactly what these words mean, but this is how I frame it in my brain. Um, like, yeah, nothing really matters. Like who gives a shit about the emails I send at my job? Um, who cares? But also if there is no broader, bigger purpose in the universe, that means that I have absolute freedom to build my own meaning and to be fully present in my life in a way that is important to me and in my, in my community and with the people I care about. And so mm-hmm. I think of it not as devastating, but as hopeful. <laughs> Um, but I, I know and understand not everybody can get there. So, you know, I think I could get there. So I think one thing we've talked about like a little bit is like, obviously we both have anxiety, mm-hmm. but I also deal with depression. And, and that's, I think maybe I the think key difference. The difference. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that I don't struggle as much with depression. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I'm like, it's fine. But I also understand that telling somebody who also struggles with depression that it's fine that life doesn't matter is maybe not therapeutic. Yeah, so I'm, like, my apologies. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, it's okay what she's saying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm traumatizing I mean, you on our podcast. <laughs> I think that that is a really good way to think about things. And I think Like, I've really tried to do that. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, my brain just doesn't want to, there's like a switch that I need Mm -hmm. to turn. Um, But I I like what you're saying about meditation. So I think I I will try that. I've tried like the guided ones before where it's like, you're in a river. And you're... (laughs) I love that. Any thought you have just floats away. And it's like, no. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, I, I will say so, I'm picky about my guided meditations. Um well, you I can just send me some. Also, yeah. I need a link to your bougie meditation pillow. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll send you I'll send you a link to it. I'll show you a picture. Um, and I will send you some recommendations. I like the guided ones that are more about reminding you to breathe and just reminding you to be in your body like because that's usually what i need is when i'm in the middle of sitting in a meditation my my thoughts even though i'm trying really hard to not attach to them and not like follow them down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. i inevitably do and so i like having the guided meditation in my ear because after like a few minutes they'll be like have you have you gone too far into your thoughts would you like (laughs) to perhaps return to your breath and i'm like thank you i needed that okay yeah i like that those are the ones that i highly recommend i'll send you some So I feel like we've talked about it a little bit here, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, like I was saying, anxiety, depression, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, have you ever been taught or like someone has been like, 
you know, that is not a good emotion to have. Mm. You need, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a bad emotion. You should feel this, which is a good emotion. Yes. Oh my God. I feel like that was, I had to unlearn so much of that. (laughs) And, and honestly, within the last, like maybe 10 years, um, it's an embarrassingly late time in life to realize this. I feel like, um, I think other people learn it sooner, but yeah, I think um, for, you know, at least we're in it together, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think for me specifically, some of the feelings or emotions that were considered sort of bad or undesirable, um, a lot of them were things like anger. Um, mm-hmm. And part of this was because I'm a woman. Um, and I think that women, right? Shocking. Um <laughs> So for a lot of women or people who identify as women, like it's, it can be really hard because any emotion you have that's a strong emotion gets viewed negatively. And anger in particular is one of those things. So I feel like growing up, especially like in the community I grew up in, expressing anger as a young woman was really frowned upon. And I kind of got like a double whammy of it because I got it from just sort of general misogynistic patriarchal society but i also got it from religion and like you know in order to be good um you have to like stay in control of your feelings you can't feel angry you shouldn't feel bitter you shouldn't feel sad like it was just there's real focus on like the good emotions quote unquote good like feeling happy feeling joyful feeling grateful those are the things that you want and everything else is bad and it's evil and that's the devil like it which i'm sorry i'm gonna call it it's bullshit. Like you have feelings, you are a human, you have the full range Mm -hmm. of feelings and perspectives. And like our feelings are information that's there to help us. So yeah, I I definitely think there were a lot of a lot of the sort of anger, sadness, um, anything that kind of fell into that category was generally considered bad or undesirable. And like, you shouldn't feel that. Um, Did you have a similar experience too? like, with yeah, your whole upbringing. I, yeah, I think I mean even to this day honestly mm. like I'm very passionate as you know. Mm-hmm. Um when I love something, I love it hard and <laughs> I will put everything into like working on it, developing it, like being excited about it. And that's like mm-hmm. in all areas of my life, like personal um when there's, you know, I love Marvel. And so I could be really passionate about that or like in work or in school when I was in school. And, you know, that is what, to your point about (laughs) Freddie wants to say hi. If you hear sniffing. Hi, Freddie. My dog says hi. He's so Um, cute. (laughs) That is something that the patriarchy is like, you need to tone down. Like Mm. you're, you're too intense or Mm. you're, you know, your my passion would be seen as anger to your point about angry Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. um and so I get told to like calm down which like who likes being told to calm down like honestly it's the worst fucking thing it is and how is that supposed to be helpful if somebody actually needs to calm down saying to them you need to calm down that's not going to help them calm down I'm sorry or like what are you upset about you have nothing to be upset about Mm. So yeah, I mean, I've definitely been told like those are bad feelings. You shouldn't be feeling that way. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's also like what happened with me with anxiety. Cause like Mm -hmm. 
looking back on my life, I've had anxiety my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, people would just be like, what are you upset about? Just calm down. Or I'm mm -hmm. an overthinker and a perfectionist. So it's like, mm -hmm. you're doing too much or, you know, things like that. And yeah, I think that I really wish that society would allow people to feel their feelings mm -hmm. like in personal and professional areas like mm -hmm. I understand that like being too upset in a professional area is not a good thing but also people who have emotions mm -hmm. and are empathetic and like you know are in my experience actually the people who get shit done mm -hmm. versus actual robotic people <laughs> yeah yeah you know and have you ever noticed too that and maybe this just depends on where you work and the industries you work in but i've definitely noticed that the people who are allowed to be emotional at work are usually dudes and mm -hmm. they're allowed to be angry they're allowed to yell and not, there's no consequences you know mm -hmm. and it's just expected oh they're just you know, feeling really passionate about this to go back to your idea about passionate being conflated with anger, which they're different. Um, you know, for, for men, it's understood. It's like, oh, they're just really passionate about that. If a woman expresses anger in the workplace or a person of any kind of uh, gender identity that's not male, um, you know, that usually is white male too specific yeah I, yeah we can we can throw that in there too. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Anybody who is sort of margin has any kind of marginalized aspect of their identity if they have a feeling or an emotion it's sort of seen as like bad bad business yeah. not professional um but yet there's just a lot of mediocre guys in the world <laughs> who can go around who get really yeah. far too yeah really far in life yes yeah it's insane yeah yeah i had um at a past job i there was a a guy that I was very similar to that mm -hmm. people would be like, you're very similar. And he was very passionate and people, he, you know, people really respected him and um, he was like a leader and I would have, I would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it was like, Oh, you're, you know, you need to calm down. Why are mm -hmm. you upset? Like you're, you're too much, you're too intense. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's bullshit. Complete bullshit. Yeah, it's that double standard. Mm hmm Yeah. Yeah, it's totally not fair. It's gross. Have you ever had, like, anyone, like, tell you how you should feel? Oh, yeah. I think that that's, like, kind of, I mean, maybe maybe not all women feel this way, but I think most do. Um, <laughs> I won't speak for everyone, but, yeah, I just think that you're often sort of told that your feelings in general just aren't valid and that mm -hmm. an insert other emotion here. Um, like you're not really angry about that. Are you like, you can't possibly be upset about that. I was just joking like that. Don't take that so seriously. Like, I just think those you are want to talk about anger. Say shit like that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like you start That's saying that to somebody who's angry. angry. Yeah. You will actually get punched in the face if you start going down <laughs> that road with somebody who's actually angry. But like, yeah, I, I can remember plenty of times, like hearing that from people in all kinds of different settings and in places and it just being so commonplace to say that to somebody yeah so we talked a lot about feelings today obviously mm -hmm. um and if you listening are an anxious bitch like us welcome to the anxious bitches club 
(laughs) So this is a segment that we're going to do every once in a while where we talk a little bit more to you um, and possibly give you some helpful tools. But essentially, Steph and I will be talking about the episode topic in a little bit more detail and maybe how we actually handle it like Mm hands-on. So today we are talking about how do we process our feelings? What works? What doesn't? So Steph, what works? What doesn't? (laughs) Oh, big question. Um, I feel like I'm trying to Well, you already talked about meditation, obviously. I did talk about meditation. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like go back to that and that is some portion just of this rewind and listen again just rewind listen again come back um mm-hmm. yeah so meditation i think for me is key um the, the part where i was talking specifically about scheduling time to sit with my feelings mm-hmm. uh, find it incredibly helpful um another way that i process my feelings is through therapy um mm-hmm. it's just a really i have i meet at least sometimes once a week sometimes every other week just kind of depends. Um, you know, I meet with my therapist and we just sort of talk through whatever's bugging me. Uh, and it gives me a really good place to sort of talk through stuff, um, process it or begin the, begin the process of processing as it often Mm -hmm. turns out, because sometimes we'll have a discussion and then, you know, I will leave therapy for the day and it'll, I'll keep thinking about it and I'll keep running it through my brain. And I'm like, I keep oh, laughing wow. because so you're, I'm sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but you're our video editor. And uh-huh. I think um, that you should put a little thing in the corner that is a therapy count <laughs> for how many times, <laughs> for how many yes. times in each episode we say therapy because let's do it. We are, we're fully supportive of therapy. So yes. go back to talking about therapy. But okay. I'm going to, now I'm going to try to say the word therapy as many times as possible to get that count up. So therapy, 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 therapy. Uh, therapy the other day, <laughs> it was therapy and we had some therapy time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but therapy is like a really great place to mm-hmm. process your emotions. I mean, that's yeah. literally what it's for. And yes. it is really difficult at first though, but mm-hmm. you know, I feel like you just need to therapy for me I don't know if it was the same for you was mm-hmm. like dating mm, where interesting. I yeah. ha- I actually went I mean I only went through three okay but it was like the first one didn't we just didn't vibe mm. the second one was like okay but then like she ended up not being able she had to do some personal things mm. so then I found my third one and mm. she's the best and I love her so yeah um, that's weird to say about your therapist, but like, I do love my therapist. Yeah. A lot. I mean, absolutely. We, we're very pro therapist here. I mean, <laughs> mine is wonderful. As you see in the corner where we've said therapy probably yeah. like 300 times at this point. In- <laughs> probably. And we're only in episode two. So everybody buckle up. Maybe it could be a drinking game. Oh, I like that home. where it like, it, it just keeps being added to throughout the season. Yeah. Versus like each episode, each episode. is like throughout the however many episodes of season one of some worries that's true okay so maybe we'll do it that way uh if you're watching on youtube you'll see whatever decision we made because uh you will yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you have fun in the comments you can guess how many times in season one we say therapy yeah give us some guesses (laughs) and we'll see if you're right and i don't know maybe if you're right we'll do something. I don't know. We'll come up with something. You'll get you'll get some kind of prize. Yeah. 
it we'll might not be it great but maybe it'll be a rock from your rock club we'll, we'll think about it <laughs> there we go i i would be more than happy to part with one of my many many rocks yes your your many prized rock possessions yes do you do you like go for walks is that oh yeah another yes that's a huge thing for me Yes, me too. I really like going outdoors if I can. Uh, yes. I will walk inside on the treadmill if I don't have, if the weather's bad, um, because I think part of it is the physical activity of walking. I find mm -hmm. really helpful, especially for anxiety. Um, but also just being in nature is just really grounding and helps me feel mm. a lot better. Uh, no matter what it is I'm trying to process. Uh, I think I, I told you this stuff like, I don't know, a few months ago about like one of these days when I went on a walk over at the park and I just like had the most emotional experience. I don't know if you remember this, but I, I had been like walking and I saw like these really cute dogs mm -hmm. and they were so fluffy. And I was like, oh my God, they're amazing. And mm -hmm. so like, I spent a little time talking to the owners, you know, and like petting them and walking with them for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then like, I saw somebody else who was like, it was a little family off to the side. They had found a really tiny turtle and this turtle I remember the turtles. Yes. He was like maybe the size of a quarter. He was tiny. And mm -hmm. I, I swear, I was just so overcome by emotion by this tiny ass turtle. I don't know what was wrong with me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I was PMSing. I don't know. But just this something about this tiny turtle. I like had to kind of hold back tears and like continue on my walk. And then like this really nice couple had asked me to take their photo and I was like, sure. It's like, I took their photo. And after that, I was like, I can't talk to anybody else because I'm a mess. I was like, I was wearing sunglasses and I'm like, I'm glad because my eyes are definitely red and I'm trying to hold back tears. And I don't even know why. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like nature is just so incredible like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I told you about this too. So my first rock club field trip, yes. <laughs> we went to Lake Wenatchee in Washington and I'm so glad that I drove by myself because it was about a two, two and a half hour drive. And I spent like 45 minutes of it sobbing <laughs> because like Washington is just so beautiful. And mm -hmm. I think like to our, our point earlier about like needing to process your emotions, like mm -hmm. that was my first time being alone without my dog. Mm. in a car I personally love I really love driving yeah um in my new state and actually like being outside of Seattle and like driving through the mountains and seeing mm -hmm. the river and these like huge valleys and it was just like I need to process my emotions and the fact that like I'm so happy I live here and like this whole new like experience for me mm-hmm so yeah, being outside of nature is a huge, a huge thing for me too, for processing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm also, the gym is another place. Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't cry at the gym. Because <laughs> <laughs> people would be like, okay, you don't have to lift that heavy. If you're right, gonna, like, maybe take a down notch. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like my, it's me time. I'm by myself like I will be friendly and I will talk to people if they talk to me but I'm not going to make a point to talk to people mm -hmm. and like I have my headphones in and like you know you know me like I lift really heavy mm -hmm. it's just like it allows me to feel really strong in my physical body and I think that that helps with the emotions mm -hmm. and also I mean it's also just an aggression thing too you know like you yeah. get that anger or aggression that you're feeling 
out of your system. And then of mm -hmm. course, at the end, you're like full of endorphins and you feel fucking amazing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the gym's another, another place. Yeah. Can I, can I say something embarrassing? Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about for you or for me, for me, no, okay. it's, it's me. I'm not going to embarrass you, but okay. I'll embarrass myself. Um, when you were talking about like, I don't, I wouldn't cry at the gym. I'm like, I probably would like, <laughs> I'm that bitch. Like I, I definitely have cried while exercising. And it, for, mm -hmm. for me, it feels like when you're talking about like a kind of release, you know, at the end of like the endorphins and feeling really good, I will sort of have like a emotional release sometimes while I'm doing workouts. Um, before the pandemic, I used to go to a studio, I went to a bar studio that did mm -hmm. um, cardio kickboxing, strength training, yoga, like a whole mix of things. And definitely, I remember some kickboxing classes where I was just dealing dealing with some stuff as you do and I would just be there like punching and kicking and I would just feel myself wanting to cry and you know I would hold it in because I'm like I do not want to embarrass myself at bar class uh but just in, on our podcast uh out uh -huh. in public you know yeah whatever. now I'm admitting it publicly uh but it definitely has happened so I would not be surprised if I was the type of person to go to the gym um ended up just crying and I'll do it sometimes like if I'm going for a walk on the treadmill downstairs um, I will just start crying because I, there's just something about moving my body that kind of releases, I think a lot of the emotional stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I so that's just realized. So I do need to take back what I said. I have cried at the gym, but it is in yoga. So when yes. I'm like working out and like lifting weights, that mm -hmm. is like a different set of emotions for me. And so mm -hmm. I'm, I am releasing like frustration and anger and aggression mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. But when I do yoga, that is a different set of emotions. And mm -hmm. so I have cried during yoga, especially because like there's certain poses you do that like, you know, they say opening your heart chakra mm -hmm. or whatever, like, I don't know, but like the ones <laughs> that like stretch your chest and yeah. like your, or the back bends or things like that. Like, I don't know what it is about those movements, but mm -hmm. it, it is very emotional. So I have cried yeah. for that. Um, like after I've done a back bend for a while and then like I come up and they put us in child's pose and I'm just like mm -hmm. sobbing on my yeah. mat because it's like <laughs> yeah so I I realized that okay. I lied um, okay I, I have but it, it's like very different sets of emotions for me yeah I'm realizing that's interesting yeah, yeah. I, but that makes me feel a little better because yeah and yoga is definitely one that gets me every time like it, yeah. I do yoga with Adrian you know uh shout out to Adrian and Ben. love you Adrian you're oh, the bestest best um I definitely cry at like all all the time at hers partly I think it's it's the combination of some of the poses like you're saying like some of them kind of open areas mm -hmm. like hip openers and like chest openers like I feel like those mm -hmm. are often ones that kind of get you um mm -hmm. but also it's just something about the fact that she's just telling you the whole time that you're doing great and just like constantly affirming you and that's the stuff that makes me cry yeah. it's like you yeah. can call me a piece of shit all day and i'm like whatever but if you're like <laughs> i'm proud of you sweetie i'm just bawling so yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense and i and i think that's part of it like when i am working out like like i said i'm by myself it's like me time and so mm -hmm. even though i probably should be telling myself, man, you're doing so good. That's not what I'm saying to <laughs> <Yeah>. myself. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Is there anything else you do? We've, I think we've got a lot covered here. Yeah. Oh, I do music. Like sometimes Ooh. I'll just 
I'll either like take a bath, you know, and mm -hmm. like relax, or I have a dog and he is very light and small. And literally sometimes I will just turn on some kind of dance music. And I think <laughs> it goes back to what you were saying with like moving your body. It's mm -hmm. like such a good anxiety release to just mm -hmm. like shake it out or walk yeah. it out or whatever. So I'll just pick up Freddie and we're just like dancing around my living room like lunatics, but <laughs> it's, it's a good good way to process feelings yeah i love that have you ever tried journaling i say i yeah. said that too judgy i'm no, sorry it's it just doesn't yeah. work for me yeah i know why you said it that way because i know you and i think we've had these conversations <laughs> we have yeah journaling is you would think because i'm a writer that i love journaling but to be honest it sometimes sometimes it's helpful sometimes it's not and i just kind of have to be in tune with it and if i try it if it if i'm not feeling that it's helping, I just stop. But I'm definitely not the kind of person who journals every day. Um, it's, it, it's just not really my thing. Um, mm -hmm. Some people swear by it, but journaling can be helpful if there's like maybe a specific thing I'm trying to process. Like, okay, if I, if there's a specific event that happened and I just wanna kind of work through what I'm feeling, journaling can help me get at the heart of whatever it is sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that can be helpful but then I still have to go process that. So for me, journaling is more of a discovery tool than a processing tool. Um, okay. But I know that that's probably different for everybody. And you're you're just pretty hardcore, like not really into the journaling at all, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, I did like the child thing of like diary mm -hmm. kind of thing when I was growing up for a while. And then I did keep a journal when I lived in Scotland because so I lived there for about 13 months and like it's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. I wanted to remember everything mm -hmm. and I kept it like I it was one of those journals like I put all of my concert tickets in it mm -hmm. and like I did train tickets and like all of those kinds of things to remember. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that, but that was like, I was doing things all the time mm -hmm. when it's like just day-to-day -day life. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work for me. I've tried it. I've tried the gratitude lists, which mm -hmm. I know you and I have talked about before. We have, it, yeah. just, it doesn't work yeah. for me. Um, it can backfire. We've talked about that. Like it, yeah, cause it's, if you do it every day, yeah. it's like, you start running out of stuff and then you feel worse because you're like, what? I, I have plenty of things to be grateful for, but like, I can't think of any right now. That must mean and that I'm a terrible person. Feel like homework. Yeah. I think that yeah. that is also part of the journaling thing. Also like, you, you know, we've talked about this too. I um, had a lot of really intense food allergies for mm. like six years before I discovered them and they affected my joints. Mm. And so writing with a pen or a pencil for, like a journaling session yeah. um, actually really hurts. So mm -hmm. I can't do it physically, like like on physical paper. Mm -hmm. And then I think if I sit down at my computer to do it, then it's like, oh, this is homework. So it's just yeah. like, I just, mm -hmm. it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, I, I get I that. Wish it did. I know. And, and it, it, it's one of those things, like if you're listening at home, like it might be really good for you. You might find benefit yeah. from it. I know some people I who mean, do. It works for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It does. But yeah, I think uh, for me, it just it doesn't quite hit the right marks, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I, I probably process a lot of things through writing my novel. <laughs> yeah. When when you read that stuff, um, 
I don't, I feel because like I still haven't read it, oh. listeners. I know. I'm working on it. I swear. It's almost, it's almost there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm honestly terrified a little bit because I feel like there is so much of me in that book. And I, it feels a little bit like if I hand you that book, it's just me walking into your house naked. That's a little bit what it feels like. So, well, I was going to, when you first said walking into your house, I was going to be like, I mean, we're, <laughs> really good friends so please do <laughs> but naked mm. right it gets a little eh. but, but we're you know. really good friends if you can't yeah. let me read it how are I you know. gonna let the public read it the public don't know me you know me it's worse <laughs> so you would rather a random stranger read it before i read it yeah because they don't know me they don't they don't know my jam you know <laughs> am i in the novel are, is that why no. you don't want me to read it? Because no, like, no, no. I'm, the villain. I'm I, you know, I'm always so fascinated when people are like, maybe some writers do this, but I don't write people into novels. I'm like the the characters in the novel need to do the things the novel needs to do. If I tried mm -hmm. to write like, I don't know, some random person I know into it, it would be a mess. It would be a nightmare. So no, I don't author any authors who do that. I don't know what kind of magic you got, but no, <laughs> I, I, they all they're all original. What what I like to think of is they're all me. <laughs> <laughs> okay like that makes sense. all of the characters are like aspects of myself things i like about myself things i don't like about myself it's all there um Fair enough. so yeah so now that we have fully tangented into um something yeah. that has nothing to do with our topic we're great at that i will just say that you have to find what works for you mm -hmm. and i feel like that is in all aspects of life and if it doesn't work for you it is okay Mm -hmm. and other people may not understand things that you do so or like yeah but thank you so much for tuning in today don't forget to follow us on instagram and tiktok at somewhere's pod and please like and subscribe to the podcast we have been steph and steph and now we're off to go feel our feels bitch <laughs> see you next time <laughs>